everybody. It's time for another Kingdom of Loathing show. I'm Jake. I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. Nice. <laughs> Every once in a while, we go the whole intro without fucking anything up or swearing. We're probably <laughs> forgetting to record or something no. at this point. So. Caucus. Caucus? Caucus. Yeah. You know, for, like the Iowa caucus show caucus live hit. from the caucuses. Tailbone. The caucuses? The caucuses. The caucuses. Yeah. I remembered, uh, I remembered the, the way my mnemonic for memorizing that particular bone when we had to memorize all the bones in the skeleton in health class was the coccyx. It's where your cock sits. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a really far-reaching uh, mnemonic there. Oh, they fucking... That's why I'm terrified of mnemonics, because I can't ever shake them. Yeah. Every <laughs> single one, every single one that I ever deliberately did in school, which was only a handful, but I remember all of them. I mean, you probably only have a limited amount of space for mnemonics, period. So if you, you just if you just fill up your head... Yeah, yeah, sure. I remember one of my professors was talking about... <laughs> Wait, are you? I don't know. Was that I'm a just, joke? Was that no? I mean, it's probably true. <laughs> was it a joke? It was just some nonsense, kind of. As you, far as you know, you read about those guys who use the elaborate mnemonic devices to, to remember long to, to, numbers to and stuff. like anything arbitrary. They have like contests where they give a guy like two shuffled decks of cards and ten minutes to memorize the order. Yeah, I mean, you do weird things like come up with the stories, like narratives that yeah. connect. Like you have already assigned each card a character and then you start telling yourself a story that like relates each they, card uh, the, to a prop and The way stuff. that Romans, Roman orators, uh, there, was a, there was a trick that they described where they would, as as they were practicing their speech, as they were memorizing their speech, they would walk along the forum and there was something that they were so familiar with that they would start to make up little stories in their heads about the thing that they were passing and it mm. relative to wherever they were in their speech. Huh. And so then when they were giving the speech, all they had to do was pretend in their minds that they were walking through the forum. Oh, they didn't and actually so they, walk like, through the forum. They did while they were memorizing it. But not while they were doing But not it. while they were giving the speech. No, because then the whole audience <laughs> would have to walk in front of you backwards, and that'd be super weird. Or I guess you'd have to walk backwards, but I, then you no, would I, tell the story. I you would you tell could, each like, segment of the story You could in walk reverse. in the middle, you know, making dramatic dramatic gestures mm, okay. at the assembled four, four-ites. It was my uh, my memory and cognition teacher uh, told, that, told us about that and then talked about that being a thing that he did when he was in grad school to memorize a speech. And he said, and because of that, it, all of this shit is just completely stuck in his head. Like he can never think of this. There was a statue of a rhinoceros at some point in the, in the particular path walkway that he was familiar with, there was a rhinoceros. And in order to associate that with the thing in his thing he had to imagine it with a flashlight instead of its horn and that now he can just never think of it without a flashlight on huh. i cannot see a fucking magazine rack at a grocery store without thinking oh i need ziploc bags <laughs> because i after the this fifth explains time, why we have so many boxes of ziploc no bags. fucking kidding right <laughs> i although it's weird i don't remember like you don't remember buying them? <laughs> I feel like most of the grocery stores that I used to go to, there was always a magazine rack just sitting right there when you walked in. Like, it was like the first thing you saw. And I don't even know where the magazine rack is at any of the grocery stores that They're I go to. They're in the now. checkout aisles, more mm -hmm. or less, now. Um, but I was like, I, I got home from the grocery store for the fifth or sixth time, and it's like, fuck, God damn it! I forgot Ziploc bags again. How can I make myself remember this? And so I just spent, like, I don't know, 30 seconds just, all right, magazine rack, it's just full of Ziploc bags. I walk into a grocery wow. store and see that magazine rack, and I am picturing it in my head with just every magazine. There is just a box of Ziploc bags in front of the magazine. And I and I was just like cemented that into my head. So the next time I went to the grocery store, I remembered to buy Ziploc bags. And every goddamn time for the rest <laughs> of my life that I see a magazine at a grocery store, I'm going to briefly wonder whether I need Ziploc bags or not. And I never do, because like you said, I have a million fucking <laughs> Ziploc bags. That's that's one of the hallmarks of my adulthood is just buying everything in bulk. Like I got so sick of not like when I would run out of deodorant and have to make a trip to the store just right. to get deodorant. At one point I was like, you know what? Fuck this. And I just bought 50 deodorants. It's, it's fine for things that don't like go bad, I think, but it yeah. becomes problematic when things expire. A, a friend of my mom's is a, I, she's not really a hoarder exactly, but she she also has this impulse to buy everything in bulk. But then she will buy stuff that expires mm, and bulk she, bananas. Well, not she's not quite that bad, but she you know she'll buy like bulk 
vitamins or whatever and these those go bad after like a tally. year do, do they yeah do vitamins go bad oh. yeah. i get the vitamin c in particular like goes bad turns really into turns into urine yes <laughs> it turns into all, all vitamins eventually turn into expensive urine oh, am i right yeah right you are right <laughs> walrus that's that's the guy's name on the big bang theory right walrus walrus <laughs> What is what is his name? Shelton? Sheldon? Sheldon? Sheldon. Okay. I think. Yeah, Walrus was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. You know, Waldus. Walden. Del Del Russ. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, man. I don't my mom keeps trying to get me to watch The Big Bang Theory and she bought me the first season of The Big Bang Theory on Did DVD. You, have so you never I watched it? it? I haven't and I because I it's my my right. understanding of the Big Bang Theory, and maybe this would not actually upset me, but I see a lot of people who are a little bit I think annoyed at the the Big Bang Theory for playing to a lot of stereotypes of sort of nerd culture that are the way that normal people think nerds are. It's that is that is like actually kind of insulting. It's like halfway in between. It's like it, it's here are some some potential actual nerds because I mean th- these are people that could very well exist in the world. Like I've, I I know people that are very much like these guys. And, and they're not overwrought. I mean, because it, it seems like they're pretty overwrought. Um, they might be overwrought for the general population, but there are definitely people like this. And they're all like in grad school. So it's like if they're at a grad school, like a technical school, like I would totally believe these as all being real people, you okay. know? So it's, I, mean, it was, I guess that's a good way for them to allow the show to go an arbitrary number of seasons. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but that said, you know, it's whatever it's it is you're always going to have to have some kind of level of caricature right because you you want to appeal to a broader audience and and the more specific you make the characters the the less broad the the more explanation the character needs i just feel like maybe it perpetuates the the perception that your mother for instance has that would lead her to buy the office a plaque that says do not meddle in the affairs of dragons for you are crunchy and taste good with ketchup but I mean, that's just my mom not understanding our tastes. Sure, but she might think that she does as a result of the, yeah, you know, as as a result of the, this sort of like weird pop culture exaggeration that they, you know, I just feel like our moms watch that. And they're like, oh man, I recognize a thing in this <laughs> show from my son's life. Right. My son must be like one of these guys. Sure. You yeah, know. I mean, I, I'd have to watch it again. I haven't seen it for several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, I, I remember being like, not, like not that excited about it. I didn't think it was like that amazing. It was, it was kind of cool that like nerds were getting prime time, like treatment, which was nice. And like, and it's not like, I don't, didn't feel like it was particularly derogatory or anything like that. You no, know? sure. Sure. I mean, no, like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that at all. It's just, uh, it, it would be hard to. I mean, I guess you're right. It, because it is entertainment, it has to be exaggerated. I, I feel, like, I feel like that is true. You know, I mean, and and I guess it just. Well, it's the, also it's not just entertainment. It's like entertainment targeted at the masses. You know, I have a really hard time with the idea of trying to watch something that has a laugh track. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess somebody the last time I had this conversation with them pointed out a very specific counterexample that I was like, oh like, yeah, doesn't, doesn't Mash okay. have a sound, laugh guess, track? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there are lots of old shows that I sure. that I have watched and yeah, like, old, do but, watch. But I mean, once you see something without, once you see a comedy without a laugh track, you're like, oh, this is how everything should be. Well, like, what about live studio audiences like Three's Company? Not that that was like hilarious or anything, but like when they laughed, it was like a real thing, not a. I don't think that was a real thing. Yeah, I think I, I they, feel had like applaud, they, they had like yeah, laughter had, signs. Yeah, exactly. Well, they had the, well, they have those like professional audiences that yeah, the people come in and. Are like they like they get selected because their laughs sound good and they know how to do it on cue and stuff. Weird. Uh, on uh, on John Delancey. John Delancey. Yeah, guy who played Q. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm trying to live up to these stupid stereotypes, and I'm just making dumb, obscure Star Trek jokes. Yep. Even though I don't even like Star Trek. I Apparently, totally like Star the, Trek. <laughs> the 25th anniversary uh, Next Generation tour is going to start in a couple of days. What is that? I don't know. It's like I'm sure it's some sort of either convention tour or like, like they're actually just ha- like just having the cast of the next generation sort of do a do a theater tour or something. I, I don't know. There's I just a, saw Will Wheaton tweeting about it. There's a bunch of them <sighs> at Phoenix Comic Con. Sure. This year. So and that's probably part of the tour. Marina Sirtis and uh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> 
and uh, uh, I'm trying. Who else has a name that ends with an S? There were these old ladies on the cruise that I overheard. Selma. They were looking at they they the, they saw people constantly coming up and bugging Will Wheaton when he was like oh, yeah? in the pool with his family, whatever. <laughs> and I just heard these old people having this conversation, like who who is that guy? And the the husbands like knew. Who he was. like they remembered Stand by Me for whatever reason. Oh, and they and recognized him from Stand they, by they Me. They did, yeah. Huh. Or or That's just or just knew amazing. just for whatever reason they knew who he was, right? Okay. But then the and it wasn't until one of them realized, oh, the Big Bang Theory. That's where I know him <laughs> from. And then all, this entire table filled with old couples, all of the women were like, wow, oh, right, yeah, of course. That's interesting. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, maybe the husbands just didn't care. No, I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, how you guys been? Yeah, all right, good. It sucks. We're we're in one of these frustrating periods of time where nothing has happened that we can really talk about. Like we're working on so many awesome things at yeah, the same. By this time. time next week, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a shitstorm of uh, audience uh, interest. Yeah, what does the what does the schedule actually look like for that? Uh, Monday, so the Monday show will be like this also, uh, but then uh, Wednesday when we do uh, when we do next week's show, it'll be right after all of this stuff rolls out that everybody's gonna well, be real excited about. and then two weeks later maybe, maybe not yeah maybe they will be maybe they won't yep yep yeah. yep man uh, scully is doing some fucking great work on the next challenge path like i when it was like oh we'll just we'll come up with something to put in here i did not expect like everything that he came up with to just to be, be really awesome, awesome. and <laughs> he's just doing a super good job uh i don't know why I, it's not like i'm surprised that he's doing it but it's just like he, he himself always so feels like he's on. not like like he's not good at the design yeah parts but of he it. totally does and i mean there's a couple there, like there's a couple things that he's proposed that it's like uh okay that that actually probably needs to be tweaked to be like a non-combat instead of a drop or whatever like just you know making things make sense from an implementation standpoint but right. in general like everything is just like not only not only is this totally a thing that i can implement but it's totally a thing that i'm now really excited about implementing you heard it here first folks now now there are gonna be some non-combats and some drops yeah <laughs> in the next challenge path. i i think that the next challenge path is going to make some people happy because they can just sort of do it once and then maybe do it again later in the season <laughs> and then maybe you know do it again or, but or not right yeah. i mean i think it's not gonna i think it's gonna give people who are like who are like really feeling the feeling the pressure for boris to like i mean this is gonna be the first one where theoretically it takes longer than a normal run yeah if we um, don't screw it up if we don't screw it up i i mean it's there are certain pressure we've, points we've that we built, can yeah, put we've on built in pressure points where we can just make numbers larger that will just flat out increase the turn count of the runs maybe we make all of those numbers 200 you're gonna have to get to level 15 guys <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry <laughs> sorry guys an extra the, this this run count has a a floor an absolute floor you will never get a turn count lower than <clears throat> 3500 turns yeah <laughs> i mean I, I, I just thought of a way to make it much much longer but it would it's just not a it's not a pleasant idea <laughs> yeah uh yeah, yeah let's see green in 72 says uh these are radio bugbear messages by the way dear jick just thought i'd ask because if you ever get around a radio bugbear you're gonna need some content to talk about so here it goes what's the reason behind some areas being just a little pain above the map like the gourd tower artist or island side quest places and others loading entirely new windows shore cake arena etc that's just a feature of the way it was implemented, right? Like yeah. Some things are just parts of the like you'll click on something in the in the town west or whatever town left and it or town wrong, I guess. The things town right town wrong, town right and town wrong. Yeah. Uh, and those the, are just part the, of that script, so it just loads the results. Joke. I know but that that just it loads the results and then it just well, it's got a. That. It usually has uh, either results and pre-results, or it sets <laughs> place and then action, or sometimes it sets action and then pre-action. <laughs> Uh, cool. It, so, I mean, the short answer is because we have been adding stuff to this game for more than nine years, and uh, there was no standard way to do it. Yeah, they're they're just we, our our methods have evolved over time. Different people have done different things. Some things make more sense to me in my head as their own script, and some of them don't. I mean, I often feel like we would benefit from having fewer scripts, uh, but then I often feel like it's not a big deal. I don't know if that's true. Like, yeah. I feel like the smaller scripts let them, let, let there be more optimization or whatever in the, in the pre-compiler or whatever. Cause if you have well, everything in one script, it has to, it has to have everything loaded. Right. Yeah, I guess. Sure. I, yeah. I don't know if that's a real thing. I mean, a lot of it, 
it is not well i mean yeah it's hard to say the precompiler is like it only gives the output of whatever is relevant right so it's i guess and if you have to hit the database less because you've loaded everything into memory that you're going to need then maybe that is actually more efficient since the database tends to be more of a bottleneck i mean every script call sort of runs in a vacuum like that's just how it's got, oh, we're it's not got using access to this. No, we're servers. Using, yeah. We're using Hoovers. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, but yeah, no, there's no real good reason that those things are the way that they are. I'm, I can't think of anything but Hoover farms and Dyson spheres. What's a Hoover farm? It's a server farm, but Hoovers. And a Dyson sphere is a, oh, like a, is a sphere vacuum. that you build around an entire planet. And also a Dyson vacuum. That is also like a, a Dyson has vacuum. has a sphere yeah. that it rolls around. Is that the kind of vacuum that has that ball that it rolls know. on instead of a wheel? Maybe. Those things seem like they make a lot of sense. You know, like a like a thing that you th- is not designed to just move forward and backward. Like, <laughs> like oh. Sideways. Okay. That would help. Yeah. You know what, you know what makes even more sense? A maid. <laughs> <laughs> Takanogo says, your familiar dungeon sounds like the cat quests in Monster Hunter P3. In P3, you can send four cats to hunt a monster while you do your own quest. It's just extra goodies between quests. That's cool. Have you ever played any Monster Hunter games, Riff? I think I played a Game Boy version of it a long time ago. I had a, I worked out the elaborate recipe that you needed to get the best guy in the game and then had this massive flowchart of all the flow chart of all, <laughs> of all the dudes I would need to capture and breed to create it. It was like three pages of graph oh, paper that I then highlighted my progress through. I never finished it because it was arduous. It, it, yeah, it was ridiculous. I played uh, the game that I played on the Commodore 64 was Monster Rancher, I think. Hmm. And that was a lot of fun. That was like the old one. What was the one that you would put the CDs in? Or maybe that was Monster Rancher. I think, I mean, yeah, that was that, that was Monster Rancher, and the one on the Commodore 64 was Mail Order Monsters. And that was... Yeah. I loved the Mail Order Monsters. And the Monster Rancher was pretty fun, too. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Monster Rancher. Because you would get, like, Monster special... Mo- you get special monsters by putting different CDs into the yeah. into the yeah. drive. Like R.E.M.'s Monster. Like R.E.M.'s Monster. And Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Which... Uh, I didn't know There was one. a Big Head Todd and the Monsters album that came out I'm uh, either the same day as Monster or hmm. the same day as John Henry. Like, because I know there was a, there might have been, it might have been a Susie and the Banshees record that came out the same day as John Henry. Why and do you know this? Because uh, Monster and John Henry were the two albums that in my life I've gone to a midnight release oh. party because they were like the two things that I cared about that came out my freshman year of college where there was there was a record store with a midnight release, thing. you know, with a regular. Wow, that's an, do that, does that even happen anymore? I think it does. Huh. I mean, they like there are movies there are midnight movies that run you sure. know so that you can see stuff as soon as it comes out for anticipated things there Video are game launches yeah uh no i know but like with books, cds like harry potter books I yeah i don't know about albums i don't know if anybody you know probably nobody buys cds probably anymore. at like some rinky dink record shop i mean i bet zia which is probably open till 10 on a normal day will stay up until midnight to release something every once in a while huh. but who knows who knows buddy i was i was disapp- i bought Monster was one of the first albums that I bought without having heard anything at all from it, and I was disappointed because I was you? yeah I didn't I didn't I was not as excited about that as I had been about Automatic for the People or anything else. Yeah, it took a long time to for you to, to get grow into on it. Yeah, I mean I still like if I only had to take one REM album with me to that desert island, I think it would be Automatic for the People. Yeah, that's up there. I mean it, it it's it's a little it's a little tricky. I've also like. Out of time really grew on me. Yeah, like no, over over years, it like because that's out of time is one of your like default like road trip CDs. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh wow, why would he pick this one? And then like as we listened to it, remembering, oh right, he picked it because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Every song on it is really good. <laughs> it's like a little poppier than most REM, but it's very it's just yeah. like super engaging yeah. to me. You know, with the exception of Everybody Hurts, I yeah. really don't like that song. Mm, sure, which is on automatic for the people. Like that's the one blemish. Huh. on that album and i don't know if it would be if it hadn't been so overplayed like i listened to automatic for the people like a million fucking times like for for multiple years i would just hit play on oh, cd right. player as i was going to sleep and it was just automatic for the people on shuffle back when cd players I had think. play buttons yeah uh, man <laughs> every machine is so hard to use now 
I'm so old. My arthritic fingers can't reach the <laughs> it, it's funny to look electric at, like, eye or whatever shit you wave your dick in front of to make it. The modern like iPhone with thing. its single button, more or less, and the modern like remote control with its like 300 buttons. And you're like, there's clearly two very different design philosophies at work here. Yeah. I mean, one of them is a Deline, a Deline philosophy, a design <laughs> philosophy. I'd like to change my name to Deline philosophy. <laughs> Uh, that should be on the NPC yeah. list. <laughs> that list. <laughs> eh, I, don't think, I don't know about that. Uh, Dermega says, can we have an I have known it all already button to insta relearn all Boris skills? I didn't well, that's know. weird that... How many people are... I guess there must be people are talking about 30, it. 30, yeah. People have also asked for a button to learn every skill in a tree. That... The code for that skill learning thing is so janky. Really? It really is, huh. yeah. The way that it keeps track, of, the way that it knows how many Boris skills you already have is by like incrementing a flag every time it gives you one. It like stores it independently because that was the easiest way to do it, and it like stores some stuff that like it figures out your position in the tree based on the skills that you already like. It's super super messy. Like it was a it was a collection of so much weird off by one error corrections right. that I, it's one of those things that I'm like, you know what, you just don't unless, touch it. unless this was a really, really big deal, I don't want to go in and touch this for fear of just breaking it, trying to add a convenience feature to it. Huh. Um, I don't know. Some people in dev have said like, you know, I find it satisfying to click all the buttons. That's like, all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of man, I want to apologize to everybody who wasn't using Firefox up until now. I had no idea what the, default behavior of the buttons was like our CSS button class realizing this in Chrome, like the thing that CD Moyers was working on has been working on for the item of the month. I was like, man, these buttons are like really unresponsive. And he was like, what are you talking about? That's just how our buttons are. And then I went and started doing other stuff in the game and it was like, wow, you're right. Jesus, this is awful. Uh, anytime I, I don't understand. They don't mean. do anything when you click them. Like you, you don't get any feedback that the thing that you're in Chrome, at least uh, Firefox has some default behavior. I guess Safari might. When as you well. click on a button, it it moves the text on the button down and to the right by one pixel each when you click it, and then moves it back when you release it, which makes it feel like a button. Mm -hmm. uh, but other like Chrome just doesn't do it, and whatever CD Moyer uses also doesn't do it. Huh? Uh, and he was like, "No, that's just how our buttons are." And I was like, "Wow, that's awful. That is like it's so especially you, just, you click on it and just it just like you have no feedback that you've actually clicked on it." Yeah, and it it like it is less noticeable when clicking a button immediately reloads a new script, right? right? Because that is your feedback that something has happened. But on this thing that he was messing with where it's like, you've got a little controller underneath something and you hit the buttons and it just triggers an Ajax event. So it doesn't actually reload the page. Super noticeable. And it was really like, I was like, wow, this feels terrible to use. That's and I don't know why. And you would have never noticed that because you, because uh, I was always using Firefox, which Firefox. Firefox builds in some, some decent feedback that makes it feel like you're actually pressing a button. So um, I think he's he's added a little thing to the style sheet that just makes it like briefly, f like it flicker, it changes color. The background color changes when you click it and that just makes it feel a lot better huh. to me. Uh, so yeah. Man. Subtle UI entrance. You know, like yeah. I mean, it could also be that I've just learned to pay more attention to stuff like that over years, you know? But yeah, it's, I don't know. It just, I was like, how did I never notice this before? I think it's because I don't actually play this game, right? I don't do these things. Right. The, this item of the month, I've really been like dicking around with a lot. And it's literally also, man, I went to play Meteoid the other day because I wanted to see yeah. how I had done something in Meteoid. And that is sort of awful. To, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just having to wait for the page to reload every time. Like that's not like if I was doing that now, I think I would make CD Moyer do it <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and have it have it ajax and and uh reload in place also i uh, would not use uh overly complicated nested table to draw the map now that i've learned how canvas uh works oh yeah uh, but who knows that now i'm now i'm starting to use features that aren't supported in all browsers i'm yeah i've lost my way hot stuff Raj Neely says i haven't done the new hidden temple quest yet but is the your father's MacGuffin diary updated for it i see the answer is yes <laughs> cool. uh, but here's some whining about taking too many turns to explore the temple blindly about 60 wine is it really 60 I don't know I mean eh, maybe I, I guess if you were literally just randomly selecting options and you did you weren't running any plus non-combat you know if you which you wouldn't if you just didn't know I mean that's 
That's kind of okay, though. Is it? I mean, is that... It comes at a point when... I mean, 60 is not too much. For, when that's not... Yeah, like, it's it's late enough in the game where a zone you've got a bunch, bunch of other monsters, stuff going a bunch on. A bunch of stuff going on. I mean... Yeah. It... You know, it's a... I mean, what's weird is that it's like, yeah, it takes 60 turns, or it takes fucking three turns if you really know what you're doing. Yeah, that's, you know, that's is, a little unfortunate. But, you know, it's not three compared to 300. Sure. Which is how we would have done it in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lady Donut Pants says... No, wait. Rage Neely says, alt text for Clancy to see his instrument name. Love the steam lines. Oh. Yeah, that... I'm surprised that we didn't do that. We should have. Because um, there's code in there that picks the image. Right. Uh, Lady Donut Pants says, so my friend Dan Bob said I should send you my suggestion. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could cook two hot wings together to make a flaming bat or something? All right, because the hot wings are actual... Wait, are ba- they? Bowing? Nice. I think they are. Are the hot or... wings? Aren't there some wings that are actual chicken wings? Oh, I'm no longer sure. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. They drop. I mean, they drop in Hades, right? Well, they drop in the friars yeah. stuff from those demons. Yeah, I think they are just the wing, probably just cut from that picture from and shrunk down to thirty by thirty. I don't know if how yeah. they're described. Yeah, it's a different. The, it's like a. It was a non-combat for a long time where they would. Come yeah, from right two bings two, two bings do not a wat make two wings do not a bat make two bings do not a google make you still need you still need like a baseball or, yeah, like or a, a briefcase case. yeah skull <sighs> i forgot when i'm reading the questions i can't pause to drink a beer i have to wait until you guys are talking no you can you can do that it's, i think i'm sure people love to listen to you drink your beer mm. ah pabst blue ribbon heineken fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Linguini Lad says, considering how difficult it is to get a newborn kobold, do you think that you could maybe make it do more interesting stuff other than just being an attack familiar? No. Nope. I don't want it to be important, otherwise it being hard to get is a dick move. Yeah, it's weird. Like, some of the hardest familiars to get might just be pet rock type type yeah. things in Which the is future. Fine. Yeah. I mean, because a familiar is its own reward to certain people. Certain people, yeah. And that's the people for whom that kind of thing is like a nice long-term goal. Uh, Neely says antique equipment smashes into antique dust and you compress a lot of them together like hundreds or thousands to make antique furniture too many <laughs> antiques in the mall huh I don't think that's actually I think that's actually like a monkey face I don't think it's I DL think it's zero, zero, zero pounds maybe oh okay hearing something shocking <laughs> uh, what is the radio call about Acolyte99 says we love you what's your name says when you were designing the game did you start making jokes and puns deliberately or did they just happen on their own <laughs> yeah it was all accidental accidental yeah. i was like i was like i am going to write the citizen kane of video games <laughs> and then the first thing that got uh, i was like i'll have my i will have my extremely literate friend help me and he was like here's a haiku about farts <laughs> i was like fuck <laughs> Don't even care says you guys haven't really mentioned anything about a KOL smartphone app since 28, uh, 28, <laughs> 28 PM. Is there, is there any hope now, uh, that a vast percentage of the player base is on iPads, tablets, and smartphones? Ugh, fuck. I mean, it just, we need a mobile interface. We have, we have talked about it since 2008. Yeah. We yeah. definitely have. What? No. We have just continued to not do anything about it. Yeah. It's. It is an extremely non-trivial task. Sure. Uh, Spamman40 says, why aren't there more dinosaurs in KOL? Weren't, we were debating, there was <laughs> that, the the clan dungeon that Smoove talked about, the, the I, this clan dungeon idea that he came up with, where he talked about, he just made up. He was like, ah, oh, this, you know, it's like there's these three things, and one of them is full of dinosaurs, and one of them is full of cavemen, and one of them is full of Nazis. And then they just combine in different ways depending on how you act. And I was like, he was joking about dinosaurs <laughs> and cavemen and Nazis. But it got me wondering whether or not we could get away with putting Nazis in KOL as antagonists. I, I think we talked about this. I mean, hmm. is that the point at which we've uh, Godwined ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we're, we are officially a, an internet uh, discussion internet or whatever. Anymore. Yeah, well, the reason there are not more dinosaurs in KOL is, A, fuck drawing dinosaurs. That's also, what I say. All Although the, I could totally draw dinosaurs. All the bones that you find in the ground are from demons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there were no dinosaurs. Di- the existence of dinosaurs was fabrications of uh, scientists 
hundreds of millions of years ago (laughs) so that they wouldn't know. Well, all the theme parks were like these, you know, horrific monster uh, theme parks. There must have been a couple because we still have Tyrannosaurus Tex. Probably Crack Rocks killed most of them. I think Tyrannosaurus Tex is my least favorite thing in the world. <laughs> both both in terms of theming and art and I you know I don't like to I don't like to shit on other people's work but that was that that is what I would hold up of Scully's work when when saying you know they can't all be winners <laughs> um, yeah luckily tower is there's burning there's, down we're, we're stacking up kindling around the base of the tower <laughs> mentally at least uh, T. Coop says, why aren't there blueberries in this game? Such a great fruit, not to mention the amazingly awful puns you could make. You know, I believed up until maybe two years ago that I just really disliked blueberries. And it was because until two years ago, I had never had blueberries that were good. Hmm. And I still, whenever I buy blueberries, <laughs> I like uh, occasionally blueberries. pronouncing it blueberry. Blueberries. Uh, blueberries. Blueberries. <laughs> that's blueberries covered in chocolate. <laughs> Uh, there's a blueberry with a peanut inside it. <laughs> How do they do that? America's bloobers and practical Genetic jokes. engineering. TV's bloobers. TV's bloobers? Yeah. It's America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, was, TV's bloopers and practical I was jokes. conflating. Ah, uh, both those guys are dead. Yeah. I don't actually remember if Ed McMahon is dead or not. We can never... I think he is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. Blue- blueberries. <laughs> Still, when you buy blueberries two-thirds of the time they suck and maybe that's because we live here mm-hmm. and we're far away from b- blueberry fields yeah. <laughs> i don't know where do, where do they grow blueberries blueberry hill how do blueberries even work are they are they, they like work cranberries <laughs> are they no i mean how do you grow that are they are they do they grow like blackberries oh. or do they grow like strawberries or do they grow like blueberries? cranberries yeah they're they're, they're on bushes on bushes yeah. yeah yeah so huh. more like blackberries yeah i think i i guess that's but there's no blueberry bogs a bush like the, because I don't think of a, I don't think of a black, I know it's a raspberry bush. I know it. I know a mulberry bush, uh, but I don't think of those as bushes really because they're, they're more like, I don't think of uh, shrubs. What, what do you think of them as? Well, okay. So like, I guess bougainvillea is a bush, but I don't think of it as a bush. Wow. Because it is like the definition of bush. Yeah. See, I think mm. of like, I think of like the weird evergreen bushes that are like just a tree with a short stump. That's what I think of mm. as like a bush. A hedge. I think of the things in front of the office as bushes, right? Like a hedge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I think of a bush as a hedge, and that's I think because the early bushes that I was uh, they're all exposed bushes. To, they're all bushes. Yeah. The early bushes that I were exposed to were super super hairy because they were from seventies Playboys in my uncle's garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Blue blueberries. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. They, so they they grow on a thing like they don't. They're not like grapes where they're in like a bunch because no, huh. I don't think so. I mean, well, they. I mean. I think they might grow sort of nearish each other, but not like not in a grape like cluster. Yeah. Huh. Because otherwise they would sell them that way. That'd be cool. Oh yeah. Th- did you see that? You got that comic that I sent you where oh, Nat- yeah. Natalie D was lamenting the same thing that I was uh, lamenting, which is that you can't buy just a fucking reasonable amount of grapes. You always you can you, you always have to buy allowed 10 to buy ten times as much grapes mm-hmm. as you want. I just joked about having to find five other people to go in with to buy some grapes. <laughs> it's it's weird reading web comics that are like just ex- like explaining in a very good way like exactly the experiences that you have. Like one of the recent oatmeal's was like talking about how anytime they see something on Facebook that's that opens up a window that's like Yahoo Social Reader, like so- somebody read this article. They, instead of actually clicking on that and giving their their permission for them to for Yahoo Social Reader to post as you. They just go to Google and look, search for the same term to get to the same article through, like, just going all the way around. And all it is doing is, like, giving Yahoo or whatever less traffic and Google more traffic Right. anytime that happens. <clears throat> Something similar to that that I find myself being driven fucking nuts by all the time is reading an article on Massively or any of the joystick websites about something and wanting to go to the original fucking source and not being able to find the link in the mm. morass of horseshit that is mm. on every post. Like, huh. every every linked term in a Massively article is just a link to Massively with all articles with that tag. Oh, Jesus. Which is just not how the fucking web is supposed to work. And it's like, 
seriously, a lot of the time I just go Google it because it is easier than looking through the fucking article and figuring out where the link is to the original source, which a lot of times is just missing. It'll just be like, oh, they talked about such and such and this and this and this and that and this and that and this and that and the other in this Star Wars The Old Republic blog community blog post. And it's like, okay, where is that? And then I just can't fucking find it without just going and finding it as though I didn't even know it existed. Maybe they, they're trying to encourage you to be like some sort of internet explorer. <laughs> Maybe they are. I'm trying to make an internet explorer. Fanti says, when my familiar dresses as a vampire bird, it initially says vampire bat. Bug? No. Feature. <laughs> Intentional. Yeah, you got to do the search. Kelthazad says, are we going to be having a mime slash clown update anytime soon? See, you rock my world all the time. What? Question, you comment. Comment. Oh. Wow, I'm like forgetting my own memes. <laughs> Uh, something, something, you know, one of these days. I don't want to really do any word, word realms. Why did I, did somebody, does, does it say word realms on here somewhere? No, I just looked at fucking the word words in my bookmark bar. Word words. Uh, uh, I don't want to do a world event. That's because I was saying world event, but I was looking at the word word. Word world. World words. World world event. World world event. (laughs) World of Wordcraft. Visual, visualize world peace. Whoa. I'm sorry. It helps It helps to take a lot of ketamine if you want to visualize that. Uh, I don't want to do a world event until Boris is over. Um, because I don't want it to interfere right. with, with people's like frantic, frenzied ministrations. Ah, frenzied ministrations. Uh, Spy Donkey says there is a conspicuous absence of dingoes in the kingdom. Well, maybe the baby ate it. <laughs> uh, um, it's really sad that the origin of that phrase is like just this super, super tragic, fucked up story about something that really happened. Dingoes ate yeah, someone's baby. Yeah, and then yeah. she like went to jail because nobody believed her, and then they eventually. I, I don't know if they found like the baby's wedding ring and some dingo poop or something. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine how how they would have how they would have exonerated well, they her. They grow up so fast. Uh, Rogue Cat says, "Any chance uh, to make chat macros work while under a chat ban? No, just don't fucking get banned. Yeah, yeah. It, here's how it's hard it hard. is. Not hard at all if you're yeah. not." Don't be a dick. Fucking stuff up. So, yeah. like, yeah, just no. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, I read this on the Monday show. Uh, any side of getting means game commands and game commands and chat macros and just nope. What is uh, the what is the status of the? Oh, Felix Nine says I really enjoyed the KOL comic. Any update on the progress of the second one? I think the last time I talked to Mister Skullhead, he said he gave me a page number that Doug was done inking, and it was in the imaginary or complex plane <laughs> no it was it was i want to say more than halfway done and then okay. I, but coloring takes a long time apparently too and mm. it's and then there's the lettering and stuff yeah there's all kinds of layers it's being worked on yeah it is i uh, you know it just it just takes a while when it's yeah. just when, when it's just yeah, one, when dude, it's one doing, dude working yeah when it's one dude work. doing it and it's not his job right yeah. i mean and it can't be like you know we can't that, pay, we can't pay we him. can't pay him enough like with the money that came in from that kickstarter we cannot pay the dude enough to for this to be like his job right yeah. so it's it's just a thing uh blister guy says how goes the level eight quest revamp it seems like only ages ago it was almost done yeah it is still almost done <laughs> um but again the, the, so much shit started oh, yeah. happening it's not, all nothing is going to be yeah. nothing else is going to happen in that till at least late may yeah so yeah it's just it's it, the the level eight quest is complicated enough that it takes you got to get warm or i have to get warmed up to work on it like you got to you got to get in a sort of a headspace that takes a while and luckily I need you did just install that steam room to focus on uh to get warmed up oh to get warmed okay but that's like really the, I, like physically being warmed up is the opposite of what you want for writing and developing content for frozen high ass mountains. Okay, well, I guess uh, there could be a, like a geothermal freezer. vent with one of those monkeys in it with frost in his eyebrows. Yeah, you know the Himalayan frost eyebrowed monkey. Uh, Samich Du says, "Hey guys, what's your favorite thing you've made for KOL in the past year?" Jeez, in the past year, I mm. hate it all. After our boars. 
like the Boris skill trees is my favorite thing. I've I really ever enjoyed all the yeah. necromancer stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that in the past year? I think. Well, was probably the sorority not. House, no, I guess it was. The sorority house was this past Halloween. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good too. That, that like, I was pleased with our ability to come together and that's like, you know, from that first conversation where it's like, you know, there's no reason that we couldn't get our shit together enough to put out right. a, a clan dungeon for Halloween. And then everybody else was like, you, you know, you're right, Jick. Let's collectively get our shit together and do that. And we totally did. I'd probably say the masquerade thing. That hasn't been any more than a year since that, has it? No, that was the same. That was contemporary. That same, same Halloween? Yeah. what I said, yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff then. Uh, Starwed says, what's the longest ever pool table streak? I don't know. I was pantsless. I was joking the other day. I was like, "Yeah, the pool table. Just everybody's mad because pantsless is in charge of all their pool tables." And then I went to the fucking pool table in my VIP lounge in my clan, and I'm like, "When the fuck was pantsless in this clan? Like how?" And That's I mean, hilarious. He must, have, he must have just like tricked my girlfriend into letting him in so that he could do that. That's because hilarious it was, because it was funny. <laughs> Best thing ever. And then Grimdell asks about the uh, comic again, and that is the end of the motherfucking Radio Bugbear question. Now let's finish up the last of this forum thread and then finish off some fucking margaritas. Oh, yeah. And chips and salsa and maybe some enchiladas and maybe some tacos or maybe some You should stop talking about food until we get there because I'm already hungry. I am super, super hungry. For lunch, I had two uh, eighths of a grapefruit. Okay. A handful of peanuts. And maybe ten slices of pepperoni. I had I had four slices of pepperoni and three pieces of uh, pickled garlic. Okay. <laughs> I had like a peanut butter sandwich, but it was on that special Whole Foods whole grain bread, which sits in your stomach like a brick. Hmm. Huh. So I'm not actually as hungry as usual. On the next installment of What Did You Guys Have for <laughs> <Yeah>. Lunch? <laughs> Probably exactly the same thing We again. should take take notes for the rest of the week so that we can do a full update every Monday. It's a, every, These days Wednesday. are always fucked up for me because I, I like because I, I'm here so late recording stuff, I often stay at home late. And then yeah, by the time too. I get here, it is often too late to eat a real lunch before the conference call. And then after the conference call, it's so close to dinner because we eat dinner so early mm-hmm. that it doesn't, I don't feel like eating a whole meal. Yeah. Yeah. Just goofy. Uh, Thacon says following up on last show's discussion of the teleportitis gate, any chance we could revisit the clover box idea, paste a large box with a clover and it gives you one of each bang potion. Maybe it's a quest item. So in softcore, you'd still need to sink some turns or a pull as well as a clover. You know, I'm actually still okay with that. Uh, the thing that stopped it before was like, the realization that like oh yeah you could also just you can make that ahead of time and just pull that right which i didn't want um but yeah i mean i guess people would rather have it as a quest item than than as nothing yeah 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 you know who knows if that would actually solve the problem or not uh, or Brisa says, so a while ago you guys made noises about a world event. Is that going to appear anytime soon? Just curious, because I've been chilling in Aftercore for a while, but I feel like my post-crimbo burnout may finally be subsiding and I might ascend. But if a world event is about to happen, I'd rather be in Aftercore. Um, it will It will be at least it, two weeks. Yeah, it will be at least... <laughs> no, it will be, be at least three, I would say it will three be at least four. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to say that I love the happy medium. Even though she's kind of finicky to use, I like that she's one of the few entities in the game who is smiling. I even donated <laughs> for an extra one a bit after she left Mr. Store. She's just that cool. All the skeletons are smiling. <laughs> is it really that finicky to use? I don't know. The goal was to make it not. It's, it's. I mean, you have to pay attention to the, her color, her aura or whatever. I guess to use it perfectly. Yeah. It is, you know, if you're not. If you just want some booze and you don't want a particular kind of booze, right. then it's not as big of a deal. Uh, Plucky says, as I've already noted in the past, why are mysticality classes so vague and micromanaging in terms of mechanics? And then to a newer player, dun 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 They're wizards. Wizards yeah, have to learn I mean, spells. And they, they always yeah. require extra clicks in games I to don't, do things. I don't think that mysticality classes are significantly more confusing or micromanaging to play for somebody who doesn't know anything about the game than the other classes because they're probably just using their zero level combat skill on everything or hitting it with a spoon or whatever. Or using their highest level skill if they have a different If one. they have the MP and then if they don't have the MP then resting at their campground if they have something that recovers MP at their campground or whatever. Right. Like it, it's it, like I think that people 
they learn about the game. They get it in their head that this is how the game works. You know, it's sort of higher, higher level play. And then they go back to like do a bad moon run. And they're like, wow, this is fucking hard to do. And it's like, well, it's hard to do, right? Like it was hard for you to get to the point where you got to before. And except it's not really hard. It's hard to do quickly or in a small number of yeah, turns or whatever. Totally. Well, right. And I'm saying it's hard to do what they're trying to do. Oh, oh, sure. Right. Sure. But they got, you know, people need to keep in mind that what a new kid is trying to do is not what you're trying to do. Yeah. They're reading the jokes and they're finding stuff and they're like, you know, they're trying to paste some stuff together. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a, like tons of like, there's weeks and weeks where you're just starting out where you're not really invested in it as a, as a serious endeavor. And most people probably never get past that point, you know? It has to grab them. Like something about the systems have to really grab them for them to become a, a long-term player. You yeah. Know? Uh, Lightwolf writes, question one, will the May item of the month be usable in Boris? If so, will it be released May 1st? Yeah, it will be. It will have a minor impact probably. Yeah, but it's not, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I don't think that, I don't think that anybody like who really wants to be competitive, but really, really can't come up with 10 bucks in that two weeks is going to have a problem. Uh, Q2 question two for each of you. What is your favorite long form joke? I like the one that starts out with a joke and then moves on to a joke about a guy building something out of bricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like about the airplane joke or whatever. Yeah. I forget how that works. I forget how yeah, that progression I, happens. I was trying not to spoil it. I like the story about the clown and snappy comebacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the, the rabbis, uh, on the, like in the strange primitive culture. Do you, do you know that one? No. Uh, that's, that's another shaggy dog. Uh, does he mean, one. I don't know that he necessarily means shaggy dog joke by long form joke. I mean, it could just be like, <sighs> I was realizing this the other day. I don't ever just tell jokes anymore. You when I was every now and then when I was younger, I used to all the time. Like that oh, was yeah. one of my primary Comparatively means maybe. of like interacting with people in social situations. And I think it's just like, as I have come to value originality humor more. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I, I want to be like actually funny as opposed to like just doing a trick that is funny and telling a joke is just sort of doing a trick. Yeah. You want to be actually magical instead of just doing a trick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Azulian says, could you add the list of pirate insults we've accrued in the item description for the pirate book? It would be nice to know how many we've gotten. I, you know, I wonder if we couldn't revisit the way that whole thing works and do something that's less fiddly. Yeah. Something that's less fiddly and a little clearer, hmm. right? Something that preserves the joke and preserves the actual activity that you have to engage in. But is cause I mean, a lot of stuff like that, a lot of stuff that is like, that was a the way that that stuff got implemented was a compromise, right? Because it's like we couldn't really do insult sword fighting the way that it was, but we're smarter than we were when we did that, and we are and younger, sure, <laughs> which is super weird. Um, I got we had that sort of Benjamin Button crisis, right? On infinite Benjamin Buttons, uh, onward, Christian soldiers. <laughs> Bringing in the sheaves, sheaves. Our button, our button experience is so much better now. Um, but our buttery, our buttery, <laughs> our buttery, rich button. creamery butter, rich buttery creamer. Ew. Uh, oh, rich buttery creamer is a pretty good NPC name too. <laughs> uh, it's hyphenated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's even better uh, see a hyphen can make things so much fun see this is what right? I'm talking about right? fuck a joke fuck a skeleton walks into a bar and says give me a beer and a mop that was my favorite uh, um, I think I wrote something in in doing the thing that we've been working on for the I had to write some stuff about the two skeletons monster and it's just this super dumb nonsense version of that joke ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did I think about that recently um Hardcore Boris has led me to do some PvP action, so now I can join the masses, continues Azulian. PvP revamp soon? No. <laughs> ha! Uh, Filmmaster Plus says, what is this combat revamp that the devs hated so much? They didn't hate it. Well, the ones that hated it were wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I still think I'm just going to try it and see what I... I need to talk to you At about... At the very least, I think we should just do the most simple form of it, which was just to... Yeah. 
yeah, just a display thing. And I think that's I, even if we don't change any any actual mechanics, I think that would probably be a good call. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Uh, two, why are monster attack and defense separate things? Why not have a single monster level or monster power? Well, because sometimes you want them to be. Yeah, we want to be able to differentiate between yeah. like monsters that are harder to. Although that doesn't, we can do that just as easily with by giving them resistances or oh, by now giving we them can. more hit points we didn't yeah. used to or whatever have, we used to have we used to have hit points attack and defense and those were the three levers that we had and so yeah. sometimes they would be soft but really massive and thus have a lot of hit points or they would be but low defense yeah, and sometimes they're like small but well armored yeah exactly yeah. like I, you know they it, it, when i started doing those numbers they tried to be narratively yeah Associated. Yeah, I think I always kind of did too. I mean, in the early days, they were sort of just random in a range. Right. You know, I mean, I used to just have this readout that was like, oh, well, there's no monster with power 75. Let's do that here. Yeah. Or whatever, which was a little silly. Yeah, I mean. We have initiative is another thing that we can vary to make them harder or easier. Sure. And that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that because that's really just like a bonus. Yeah. On there, right? I mean, uh, yeah. But so yeah, it's it's purely to allow more differentiation between the monsters, which we totally don't need anymore. And I, well, we we it is another way to differentiate them. It, yeah, it is. But I think it's a less interesting way to differentiate them than the other tools that we have at our disposal. I mean, I I, I am guessing that we probably could make things more satisfying to us if we did just say, all right, well, monsters just have a level now, and huh. then we look at the ones we look at the monsters that are have a higher power than their their level or whatever and give them something interesting something interesting that's just more damage or whatever sure you know and then the ones that have a higher defense maybe we give them 10 percent physical resist or something right like i have a feeling that we could probably do that but why would that be more interesting right Uh, well it wouldn't be more interesting necessarily it well so it would force us to do things that were actually interesting as opposed to just like oh this monster has a higher number in this field than this other one but Having it so the player knew what level the monster was. But if you start, like, unless you have things that they can, some way that they can find out what all the specials are, then it's like, okay, this is a level eight monster, but, like, I'm doing, like, half as much damage against it because it has 50% damage resistance. But you well, don't but know if it was, it's not but, spelled out anymore. But it would, I mean, it would, be, it would be spelled out by us having described the monster as being really tough. I guess. Or whatever, right? I mean, it's just, it's a thing that we could do, right? Like, it's a, it's a, like, I think in a lot of ways there are things where, because it could still just, it could still have a power value because that's a thing. It gets weird though, because like then plus 20 monster level, what does that mean? Right? I mean, if, if monsters suddenly have a level. Oh, I mean, if they, like a level that matches your level? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That'd be weird. Yep. Like that's, that is, that takes away a lot of. That takes away a lot of granularity, especially at the higher end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. But I mean... It's like level 12 is a huge range of power and defense right now. Sure. But I mean, if it it hit and missed you based on just a, you know, like if you were level 12 and a level two and a level, the, the hit formula did not become like a goofy ass range around of 10 or more around the monster's arbitrarily chosen power number and if it was just like you're level three you're fighting a level three monster they have a 50 percent chance of hitting you and unless they're a monster that we've given a better chance of hitting you you know unless it's a monster that's like oh this is an especially accurate monster according to the fiction or whatever and we wouldn't have to spell it out i mean they don't spell it out there's a lot of differences between the different kinds of monsters in say world of warcraft right like there are there are casters that are a lot squishier that are the same level as guys that don't do a lot of damage and are i mean like we can establish those tropes fairly easily i I don't know that that would actually be that big of a deal i am just i'm questioning whether it's worth the effort like i don't feel like there's I mean, right now people have no way of knowing like because players moved to a level scheme mm-hmm. as opposed to a stats scheme and monsters never did but they still have but players still have stats right and they sure. can like they can use and they do use those like that's the whole safe moxie yeah. notion or whatever yeah like that's that is just a, at least for players that are sort of heavily invested in the game and are more sort of willing to to learn about those kinds of things 
Yeah, I just wonder, like, I think we are all agreed that those systems fucking suck, right? And they're a constant thorn in our sides, and they are a thing that we would happily do over if we could. And it's just, like, we think of it as being really hard to do, because it's like, wow, there's like a thousand monsters. But it's like, well, there's a thousand monsters, but not very many of them are actual outliers to a simpler system that we could devise. Sure. For instance. I mean, I, I I don't know. I like I think it's worth talking about. Yeah, no, I mean I see I see what you're saying in terms of the the niceness that could happen if we sort of made it more obvious what was going on. Um, Cuz I mean I think we could do a lot of it without really fundamentally changing. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows. Yeah, there's I mean there there are probably, you know, 10% of the monsters are re- designed to be sort of more interesting and like Having them? Would you say ten percent? I would not say ten percent. Well, yeah, I think so. There's in in almost every zone. There's there's tends to be one that's a high, higher power than the other ones in that zone. Hmm. I feel like yeah, maybe not that. There's always a zones. range, but there's always a range of you know they go. Behind. Well, right, but like the 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 mecha mech for is is a is a really well, obvious sure. example. Yeah, but I mean that one, you know, the the mecha mech could just always hit you, right? I mean, and it's like I feel like in general, every monster could always hit you. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I the harder the, to me differentiating the monsters using all of the things that we now have that we can use to differentiate monsters is way less challenging to think about because it's like fun. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. And and, you know, it's like, oh, this is a cool thing that we could do. Uh, it the, the challenging part to me is like understanding the implications of like, how does this interact with, you know, your damage absorption and damage reduction and stuff like if. And and I think the answer is probably not really all that much, you know, like we could just we change monster level plus monster level stuff to plus monster difficulty or something. And then it does the same thing that it does now, because, I mean, it's right. a fucking power player feature. Right. So the, the thing still has a set of stats. It's just fixed at a specific point, And the to hit yeah. the to hit formula changes. We should we should put something in that tooltip that's like increase monster level and and like in parentheses and thus the stats you gain from them it's like so that like it makes mm. any sense at all to somebody who doesn't like yeah. why the fuck would i want to increase the monster yeah. difficulty yeah right i like, mean i don't know how much of that stuff you get exposed to yeah i don't very either. early that's a good question you know i mean nothing drops from the game until the dungeons of doom and you're pretty unlikely to get in there and get that until you have some idea of what's going on and I mean, it, mm. you probably think of it as a joke. Like, the Ring of Aggregate Monster is just like, oh, yeah, right. Like, yeah, I'd want to like wear any, that. Like anyone would ever wear that. But, I mean, with Mr. Store stuff, we're pretty careful to not ever put that in as a primary thing, right? Sure. It's always, like, optional or hidden uh, unless you know why yeah. you want it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, for whatever reason, in the last, like, month, I have just gotten less scared about overhauling the combat system like it just seems like not that big of a deal not nearly as big a deal as it used to be and i don't know why i don't know what changed i don't either in my you know it's like i dropped some acid and then suddenly everything like these doors of perception were open and they'll, they'll never close again um uh Anyway, this is not what we were talking about, Filmmaster Plus. Uh, two, yeah, no, three. In the early game, why should having a plus 10 mist buff seem so paltry compared to having a plus 10 muscle or plus 10 moxie buff? Well, it doesn't, right? I mean, it makes your spells hit harder, which you'll notice. Yeah, and as a mist class, you're getting, you have more max MP yeah. and stuff. I mean, so. I get that they're not as important to you. And, I, you know, I get that they're not as important. It is definitely, right? <laughs> it is easier to play the game as a moxie class yeah. and probably as a muscle class in general although theoretically low skill muscle is like the hardest is it yeah because you're getting hit all the time and even with all they're getting hit more than HP? missed classes yeah well you spend all your money on healing like you are constantly out of meat because you're spending all your meat on healing that's what people say of huh. of muscle class bad moon okay um and i guess you you have healing spells as the missed classes Pereira says, is there any chance of changing the effects display in the left char- character pane so they're sorted by type? In particular, it would be nice to be able to separate the accordion thief buffs from everything else. In my personal world, I'd love to have separate sections for timers, AT buffs, other struggle buffs, and everything else. Hard, easy, not something other people want? Thanks. I mean, we landed on them being se- them being sorted by duration because that's what everybody asked for back when they were just listed 
randomly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were listed in like database order, which was, was probably random. the order in which you acquired them, but not necessarily. Uh, riff and hot stuff. If you could make Jick redo any one piece of artwork in the game right now, what would it be? This is WVO coin. Hmm. I mean, there's there are a bunch of like some of the oldest arts that yeah, that just looks a little weird look fundamentally different. Is there a lot of that left? There's not a ton left, but there's like definitely see some. You, I'd like to see a new interpretation of the Taco Cat. <laughs> oh yeah, it's 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 one that I think of as being really old. Pretty bad. Yeah, I mean it looks good, but it doesn't look the same anymore. It doesn't look. Okay. It doesn't look like anything else in the game, practically. Okay. Yeah. Just, they're in like weird nooks and crannies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I keep not... redo. I keep redoing art, and nobody cares, right? So I can do that. I can indulge my desire to get rid of the things that have weird thick lines. I mean, and that's having, that's the primary thing. Yeah, is having the line standardized, right? yeah. having standardized my scanning procedures and. Having drawn fucking thousands of these things and gotten 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 better at <laughs> drawing things approximately the same size every time, I was thinking about this the other day. I used to have a really really hard time, like if I was drawing something and then I needed to divide it into sections that were approximately the same size. I used to be fucking terrible at that, and now it just happens by itself. And I don't know, like, if I would draw a square, mm -hmm. no, I like, normally this is how this will happen if I, like, want to draw, like, a roof on something, and it's like, all right, this is a rectangle, and then I just want to, like, make it into a thing that looks like bricks. In the past, it would always be, like, the first five bricks that I drew were huge, 5% the size of the rest of them, and then I would end up with, like, a tiny little tenth of a brick on the end, huh. right? Because it just never matched up, and they were never a consistent size, and I don't know what, I mean. Yeah, you drew something that was really regular today. Uh, that was all cut and pasted. Oh, was Actually, it? Yeah, that was that was assembled. <laughs> no assembled wonder out it was so and very heavily edited. Remember when I yelled, "Ah, this is fucking boring." <laughs> okay, that, that was that was what was so fucking. Well, I had boring. to draw. I had to when, draw some lines. So. <laughs> no, that's true. Straight. You did lines. just have to draw a bunch of straight lines today. <laughs> but yeah. they had. To, but they couldn't look like they were straight lines. Super artistically challenging. <laughs> yeah. Day of you had work. you had to draw them in Zach's style too. <laughs> I did. I did. I I went back and I edited those lines like. Eight times. <laughs> well, it you were doing a thing that was non-trivial. Sure. Well, you kept saying it was trivial, and we kept saying, it's impossible! You're a madman! <laughs> All right, uh, well, that's the end of that forum. Well, wait, Joke says, maybe a small, easy thing. Uh, I don't know if anybody but me might want it. Tab notes for the quest notes section. Just extra tabs extra of the quest tabs. notes. <sighs> that's Grease Monkey. Yeah. There's also this thing called paper, <laughs> which some people what? use. I know. What you do Crazy. is you write things on paper and then you scan them and put them in your Dropbox. <laughs> nice. Or, uh, or your Google, or your Google Drive. Drive. Yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Data Vortex. Yeah, that was really nice. So me. Merlin Man was pretty. Uh, Merlin Man wrote a thing about which I think was like basically telling people that they shouldn't use Google Drive. And this this was his uh, this was his little story. Imagine there's a guy <clears throat> who is obsessed with panties. All of the money he makes is from selling people information about panties. Now this guy offers to store all the panties for you. <laughs> I was like, huh. That is an interesting point, Merlin man. Uh, put, you know, put more white space in your fucking tweets and then we'll talk. Do you ever look at Merlin man's Twitter feed? No. He, I don't even know how to do this. His tweets are always like 10 times as tall as the other tweets because you like, you can put line breaks in tweets, right. oh, okay. and he just puts shift a enter. lot of them. Huh. Shift enter. Shift enter. Data yeah. Vortex was uh, on uh, Zay Frank's new show. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That made me really him, happy. Yeah, him and him Frontalot. Him and, and see Frontalot. That was pretty awesome. I personally don't think that there is any, and I don't know, so thank you, Data <laughs> Vortex, and I, because I thought that that panties thing was funny, that does not mean <laughs> that I think that there's any. I think I will probably use Google Drive instead of Dropbox. Really? There's no Google Drive iPhone app yet. Which is yeah, a I, I, yeah, significant I've, barrier for me to use it. Yes, yeah, so I have never used. There will be, there will be. Oh, there will be. Quickly, right, yeah, like yeah. I'm sure it has been submitted. It just hasn't oh, been approved could be. yet. And uh, I, so I mean, it's more space. First of all, it, the yeah the integration with I Google really Docs. I don't know anything. I wish about I could it. turn it's, off. It's five actually. gigs. I was really annoyed with. I was really annoyed going to my Google Docs, being like, "Where are all of my important documents?" And it was like, "Oh, we've we've conveniently split up the documents that you created from all the ones that were shared with you." And I'm like, ah, "That is so useless." Weird. That didn't happen to me. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. Are you sure that? 
Yes. Okay. It looked the same. Sure like I've got my nothing. set of directories, and then they were there were bold ones that had that said shared next to them. And okay. Because all of the, my shared ones were in a separate folder. Like I wish that there was a folder that was for Google Docs, and then that I could like make just a directory structure that I could use like I do with Dropbox or like, I wish there was, I wish that instead of the, it putting all of your Google docs in the root of the directory that it creates yep. for you, that they were anything other than that. Yeah. Like either not there at all, or I in, don't, I don't want in a directory that I don't have to navigate into when I actually go to Google. I was, docs. I was very happy to just keep all of my Google docs in the cloud. I didn't like, it was, I was kind of annoyed that, well, you used to be really nervous about that. Well, all of the important ones I already, I have already saved and archived, yeah. right? Like, I, so I don't have any problem trusting Google or drop. I mean, that's the thing. I don't trust Dropbox, so I would not put anything that yeah. I like, you know, I'm not going to store like, oh, this is my list yeah. of passwords and credit card numbers <laughs> and a picture of my And dick. I'm not going to do that you know, on like, Google Drive yeah, or anything. No, I'm not going like, to do that, really gonna do that anywhere. Anywhere other than on my heart. So it's like, I don't care if they like, I don't care if Google uses statistics from my thing to say like oh we know that this percentage of the stuff that people are storing in it's google drive is mp3s and this right. percentage of it is you know word documents and this percentage of it is google docs spreadsheets or whatever like but I luckily i i take all my mp3s and i rename them dot yeah because <laughs> i mean why like why would they give a shit like I, I don't store anything that is of i mean i guess it would be of potential like uh, interest to people who were interested in the process of developing it. Like looking through the Google docs, I actually like, uh, I sent an email to a, a person that I knew from a long time ago because I found a note that I had left to myself in a Google doc. And I was like, what the fuck was I talking about? Who knows anything about this? And then, so I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll uh, get in touch with her and see if she knows what the phrase glass blower Island means. Huh? <laughs> so, so that was cool. I was I was I was organizing my fucking Google Docs because I had to because they're all just in the root directory of my thing. Yeah. Which, uh, yep. Super frustrating. Yeah. Could you can you move everything to a new directory? Yeah, but the problem you can, but then when you go into Google Docs, you no longer have a list. You just have that directory, so it's just like an extra click every time you want to go in there and do maybe something. because I'm on a Mac, it did it. It divided them into the two different branches. It was really frustrating. I had to I had to go back into the the ones that had been shared with me and drag them into my Google Drive. There's also this weird thing where if you if you like double click on one of the Google Docs in the in the Google Drive app, it takes a really long time to load into Chrome. Oh, like yeah. it was way faster to use Google Docs web interface huh. than it was to interact with them in this thing. It's I'm sure it will all improve yeah, oh, yeah, in yeah, the next absolutely. month or two. Anyway, thanks, Data Vortex, yeah. for giving us this thing that we're complaining about all day. <laughs> and uh, thanks, everybody else, for listening to this uh, edition of the KOL Radio Broadcast Podcast Blast. Past. Cool, Burst. guys. Fast. We'll talk to you later. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you.